Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Motormouth Mosey Radio Show. You have reached the man cave here in Redan, Georgia. I'm your host, Motormouth Mosey, going to do what I do best, and that's talk sports and run my mouth. Hope you're having a great week, and I want to wish all you maniacs a very happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, a great holiday season, and yes, I will say a Merry Christmas when it's that time of the year. But enjoy family, friends, and some good food on Thursday. I hope most of you get at least a portion of tomorrow off and all day uh, Thursday and definitely all day Friday. It should be a four-day weekend for most of you to sit back, relax, eat leftovers, lie, and watch some great football. Of course, we had a great finish to Monday night football game. Patriots come back and defeat the Denver Broncos in a game that the Broncos literally gave away. If it wasn't for a couple of goofs, it would have been their game. Of course, by them doing that, they cost me a decent record. I ended up going 7-6-1, and one, and we'll talk about the one. Um, and that puts me at 110-63 and 63 for the season. I do have a winning record. I do believe that at this point in time, if I lose every single game from now on, I still will be up by one game. I want to say thank you for listening in. I'm going to go over my NFL picks. I'm going to talk a little college football. And who knows what else. Uh, you're listening to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. Its phone number is 347-945-7975. If you're interested in logging in uh, live, it's blogtalkradio forward slash Motormouth Mosley. Of course, you can reach it directly by going to the Facebook page, which if you're a Facebook friend, you just click right on that uh caricature of me done by the great artist Samuel Jaime in a lovely Whitmore Village, Hawaii. Um, but you can come and listen to the show, and of course you can always come back and listen to the shows uh, archived as they are on, on the site uh, at your convenience. want to thank you for listening in live or listening in on Memorex on a recording. Uh, let's get to our picks real quick. Games start Thursday night instead of there just being one Thursday night game. Of course, the tradition is that Dallas plays on Thursday and also uh, Detroit plays on Thursday. Well, they've added a third game this year, and so you've got it opening up with Green Bay versus Detroit, which would be a great NFC North game. Uh, I'm picking Detroit to take care of business at home. Green Bay just isn't the same team without Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I don't know if he's uh, out doing more State Farm commercials, but in either case, they're not playing the kind of ball that uh, they had been playing. So I'm taking Detroit to take care of business at home. 
Then you've got uh, two of the great franchises when it comes to fan bases in the NFL. You've got the Oakland Raiders, the black and silver, uh, going into Big D, playing the silver and blue of the Dallas Cowboys. And, of course, I do have my Cowboys pick to win that game at home. Go to 7-5. Be ahead of in the NFC East, and uh, we'll see how the, how the rest of the league will play out. Then the late game, which I believe is on NBC, will be the Pittsburgh Steelers going into Baltimore playing the defending Super Bowl champs. Both teams are a rather disappointing five and six at this point in the season. And only because that game is going to be played in Baltimore, I'm going to go ahead and I'll take the Ravens to win that one over the Steelers. Uh, the Steelers are in somewhat disarray. They don't know what their identity is on offense. They still will slap you in the mouth on defense, but uh, they're not sure if they're a run team or a pass team uh, on the offense. They're not sure if Roethlisberger is a quarterback or a punter. So there's a lot of confusion going on in Pittsburgh. Uh, then starting the games on Sunday, you've got Jacksonville uh, going into Cleveland. Cleveland will win that one. Jacksonville is still in the lottery for the number one pick. Tennessee goes into Indianapolis. Colts will bounce back and play better ball at home. I expect them to definitely win that one somewhat decisively. Chicago goes into Minnesota. Minnesota, one of those teams that had a tie last week. Of course, they tied Green Bay. Uh, like I said, I'll address that in a few minutes. But I do expect Chicago to take care of business, to go in and slap them around a little bit. Uh, Miami and the Jets. I said Miami and the Jets, not Benny and the Jets. Uh, with all the ugliness that is the New York Jets offense, uh, their defense is still playing great ball. I do still expect them uh, to take care of the Miami Dolphins. Philadelphia hosts Arizona at home. Um, the roller coaster that is the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, I think, will be on the upswing this week. And although the Arizona Cardinals are sitting very well in the uh, NFC West uh, behind Seattle, and San Francisco, uh, definitely looking at a, maybe a wild card spot. I don't expect them to go into Philadelphia and beat them. Philadelphia is a hard place to win and definitely a hard place uh, to win this time of year when it starts getting cold and wet and ugly. Uh, even with the new coach, I still think that uh, Philadelphia will uh, knock off Arizona at home. Tampa Bay, uh, on, on a kind of bit of an upswing, I think they've won three out of their last four games. Uh, I guess they don't want that uh, uh, first pick in the NFL draft. But they're going up to Charlotte, and they're playing one of the hottest teams in the league right now, one of the teams playing the best ball in the league. That's the Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton is having an MVP caliber system, uh, season. Not sure that he'll win it, but I'm definitely saying that he is in the picture. Uh, they are clicking very well and playing some solid ball. Uh, New England after that come-from-behind win over Denver, uh, will go into Houston and will knock off Houston. Uh, that game will probably be over with midway through the third quarter. Uh, New England will be able to bench some players. Uh, Vinny Testaverde might get some playing time. Steve Grogan might get to play quarterback. Uh, and that should be uh, – Houston is just not a very good football team right now. I know Coach uh, Gary Kubiak is out, and – the team has taken a swoon ever since the situation, but um, uh, I don't know what NFL pick they're looking at, but it sounds like they're fighting Atlanta for that number one spot. 
speaking of Atlanta, they've got to get their passports ready and head up to uh, uh, Canada and drink some uh, harsh beer and say A after everything they say. They'll be playing the Buffalo Bills up in Canada. Maybe they can win a game outside the border. They have a difficult time winning one in the contiguous 48 states. You've got St. Louis going into San Francisco, going into the Bay Area. Uh, I think they will get a rude awakening. Uh, Colin Kaepernick and his boys are playing much better ball. They back to the kind of ball that they're playing that they played last year. They put them in the Super Bowl, peaking at the right time. Definitely San Francisco over St. Louis. Uh, a rematch of a game that was held two weeks ago when Kansas City won into Denver and got beat. Now Denver goes into Kansas City, and I think that Kansas City will return the favor. Speaking of players that should be mentioned in the MVP category, uh, in the MVP race, Jamal Charles running back for Kansas City, uh, playing as good of football and as important to his team's production as any player in the NFL, I definitely will uh, uh, take Kansas City at home to knock off Denver. Denver should be reeling after uh, blowing a game against the Patriots and uh, going on the road. Uh, Kansas City is no longer an easy place to win. Uh, Andy Reid has turned around the mindset there. They've got some great players. They do have some injuries. I believe Tom Bailey is out uh, with an injury, but definitely uh, Kansas City by at least seven over Denver. Cincinnati, uh, another team that's having resurgence is the San Diego Chargers. Cincinnati goes into San Diego, San Diego uh, in their nice weather, and they're, uh, hopefully they'll wear those powder blue uniforms. Definitely expect them to knock off Cincinnati. In a game that in the past would have a lot of playoff implications, would be somewhat of a highlight, would have a lot to do with the divisional race, you've got a 4-7 and seven New York Giants team playing against a 3-8 and eight Washington Redskins team. Uh, so it looks like the Redskins have more of a problem than what their nickname is. Uh, not only are people ashamed uh, with the nickname, they're kind of ashamed about Washington. So they, they may have to find a new home, not only just a new identity. Um, but I do expect them to beat the Giants. The Giants find a way to not win. They're kind of like my University of Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. They get close, they get on the precipice of winning, and then they shoot themselves in the foot. And that's why they're sitting at four and seven right now. They're not out of the race because first place is only at six and five in that division. Uh, so all it takes is, you know, a, a streak for somebody to get hot. And in all honesty, even the Redskins are not out. Eight and eight literally could win this division. And then on Monday night, uh, you've got uh, the New Orleans Saints going up to the Pacific Northwest, playing the Seattle Seahawks, and a game that definitely will be a battle. It will have me up late watching it because they uh, are two teams that just want to stand toe-to-toe and throw haymakers at each other. It's like a great boxing match in the good old days. And uh, I'm going to pick Seattle to win that one. I think Seattle, uh, with their 12th man, will be just enough uh, to rattle the New Orleans Saints and knock them off their pedestal. Now, along with that, real before I go to my uh, power rankings, I do want to go ahead and review my picks real quick. So I've got Detroit, Dallas, Baltimore, Cleveland, Indianapolis, Chicago, Jets, Philadelphia, Carolina, New England, Buffalo, San Francisco, Kansas City, 
San Diego, Washington, and the Seahawks of Seattle. So those are my NFL picks. And as the game was being played on uh, Monday, uh, Sunday night, I was discussing my power rankings, and there was some ambiguity going on as to which team uh, I was liking. Well, now that all the games have been played uh, for Week 12, I can sit back and look. And now, if I were to rank, since I am, I'm ranking my top six teams this week, and I'll tell you why in a minute. You'll see. But I'm ranking my top six teams uh, as for power rankings. And again, these are unscientific. These are unbacked up by anything other than my emotions and my view and my take. My power rankings are as follows. Hold on, let me uh, uh, get reacquainted with my friend here, Stella. I'll be right with you. Ah, Stella. Uh, number six, I've got the Carolina Panthers sitting at eight and three. As I said earlier, Cam Newton, Luke Heikley, and that team is playing some great football. I definitely expect them to get a wild card spot. Uh, it's going to be tough. I don't know if they'll be able to knock off New Orleans. Uh, but in two weeks, I believe they play uh, in Charlotte. And if New Orleans gets beat by Seattle this week and then loses that uh, next week, it's very possible that Carolina could win this division. The one thing that we do know about the NFC South is that nobody repeats as a division champ. Nobody. So Atlanta won it last year with, I believe, a 13-3 and record. Definitely not in the running now. They're sitting at 2-9 and nine and looking at Marcus Mariota or whomever as the number one pick in next year's draft. So I've got Carolina at number six. I've got a tie at number four. And, of course, that tie is between two 9-2 and two teams, Kansas City and Denver. Uh, I, don't, I didn't want to pick four and five. They're so evenly matched, and the game is this week. So a lot should be determined after the game on Sunday. So I got me a tie. Since the NFL can have ties, I'm going to have a tie. Got Kansas City and Denver sitting at my number four spot. At number three, since they knocked off Denver, I've got the New England Patriots sitting at eight and three, but they are my number three ranked team. Can't stand them. But they're the number three ranked team because if I'm nothing else, I am objective. And at number two, which is a big shakeup from the poll a couple of weeks ago where I had two AFC teams at the top of the poll, things have been you know, kind of banged around a little bit. So I've got New Orleans at 9-2 and two as my number two ranked team in the Motormouth Mosley radio show NFL power rankings. And, of course, at number one, I've got the 10-1 and one Seattle Seahawks who will be facing off against New Orleans this weekend. So things could definitely be shake, shook up with my poll. You've got number one playing number two. You've got my two number four teams playing against each other. So there's going to be a lot going on uh, as for the rankings this time next week. Again, you're listening to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. The phone number is 347 347- Nine four five seven nine seven five. If you're listening at an archived episode, the show is aired live on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays at 11 o'clock East Coast time, which is 10 o'clock 
Texas time, and I believe that makes it 8 o'clock left coast time, and that's 6 o'clock aloha time for my peeps in Hawaii. Um, now off to my college football uh, review. Uh, before I get into the big boys, I want to stop a little bit and talk about uh, the FCS uh Division two, one double A, whatever you want to call them, but they're the one division that's got it right when it comes to determining who the champ actually is. Let's see, they've got they've got twenty four teams that make the playoffs. Twenty four teams, and they vary from a ten and two Coastal Carolina team to a nine and three South Carolina State team, which is an HBCU. Um, Sanford, Fordham, Sacred Heart, Butler, you know, those are the types of teams that are in the FCS. Now, what they do is they have the top eight teams, the top eight ranked teams, they get a bye the first week. And those top eight teams are from eight to one are Montana, Towson, McNeese State out of Lake Charles, Louisiana, Maine, the mighty Black Bears, southeastern Louisiana, Eastern Washington and their red turf, Eastern Illinois coached by UH alum Dino Babers, and North Dakota State. Those eight teams have a first-round bye. So you've got matchups between, like, Northern Arizona, South Dakota. It seems like there's a lot of directional schools in the FCS. You've got Southeast. You've got North. You've got South. You've got Eastern. You've got all these different directional schools. I'm just being crazy, but they do. I'm sorry, they do. Uh, you've got all these directional schools that we'll be playing. And since the couple of schools that I am somewhat familiar with, Eastern Illinois, uh, at 11-1, they will play the winner of the Butler-Tennessee State game. Um, that game will be uh, December the 7th, uh, and it will be televised on ESPN, absolutely awesome. Get to watch Coach Babers hopefully uh, take a victory. Uh, but they have one, two, three, four, five rounds, and they are able to, to term, determine a national champion on the field. You actually win a national championship by playing games and beating your opponent. Now, I understand that you know these aren't the big-time, big-money schools, but tell me, please explain to me, why this same format wouldn't work in Division One or FBS. Why can't you have your top eight ranked teams, BCS, AP, Harris, whoever, Motormouth, Mosley, whatever poll you want to choose, but why can't you have your top eight and then you pick another 16? Yeah, number 17, number 18, number 19 will be upset, but that's still not as bad as having number five and number six, number seven upset, you know, teams that may be undefeated, and not have an opportunity to play for any type of national championship. So why can't you have that on an, on the same level as they do in the FCS? Now, as I said, big kudos to a great season by Coach Dino Babers. They're 11-1. and one. Their only loss was a very tight, I think it was a four-point loss to a number 14, now number 14-ranked Northern Illinois team, the Wolfpack. So... Uh, a, a very, very, very good team. Coach Babers, I uh, wish you nothing but the best. I know you're up for the uh, Eddie Robinson Award, which goes to uh, the FCS Coach of the Year. Uh, 
absolutely. Uh, wish you, uh, I can't wait for the announcement. I know you're going to win it, and uh, I hope you're sitting there with a championship trophy for winning the whole division. And ideally, I hope you'll at least get a, a serious look at taking over my alma mater. You're one of the three guys who I would love to see take over that program. So best of luck, Coach Babers, and your Eastern Illinois Panthers. Uh, another co- a school that, it, uh, before I get into the, you know, the rankings and stuff, another school I want to give a shout-out to is the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. They're sitting right now. They played Georgia this weekend in a non-conference interstate rivalry game. Come on, Jackets, take care of them dogs. Uh, you do have a little help because Aaron Rodgers won't. Be, Aaron Murray won't be playing quarterback because he's out. Uh, I believe it was a torn meniscus. Uh, but uh, wish you nothing but the best. I would love to see Georgia Tech play in the ACC championship game against Florida State. Uh, unfortunately, they're going to need a whole lot of things to fall in place. They're going to need a seven and four Virginia Tech team to lose to a 2-9 and nine Virginia team in Virginia, in Martinsville, uh, Charlottesville. Uh, you're going to need uh, North Carolina to beat a 9-2 and two Duke team, and you're going to need a 6-5 Pitt team to beat a 8-3 and three Miami team. So you need a bunch of upsets, but if all those dominoes fall properly the way they should, Georgia Tech, welcome to the ACC championship game. So best of luck to Georgia Tech, best of luck to Eastern Illinois, and let's talk big-time college football. Again, you're listening to Motormouth Mosley. I'm doing what I do best, talk sports, talk crazy, I'm having some fun. We're down to about eight minutes left in the show. Again, if you're listening to the show on an archive repeat episode, thank you so much for the time that it takes to sit and listen to me run my mouth. I definitely appreciate it. And uh, I definitely uh, look forward to uh, having you call in and we can have some discussions. Now, as for the big boys when it comes to college football, the big schools, uh, you know, at the top of the rankings, it hasn't changed in the last three or four weeks. Uh, the top two are still the top two. Everything gets tossed around and shaken and not stirred from number three all the way down, depending upon whose poll you look at. Now, for me personally, I call it this weekend is going to be nothing but inbred rivalry weekend. I mean, you've got a bunch of in-state schools playing against each other, neighbors playing against neighbors, cousins playing against cousins, probably some brothers playing against brothers. They may not even know they're brothers, but brothers playing against brothers. So you've got a lot of that going on this weekend. So, you know, sometimes rankings and and uh, 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 winning percentages and uh, one-loss records, uh, those things get thrown out of the window sometimes with some of these in-state uh, backdoor uh, inbred rivalries. You, just, uh, you really can't call them sometimes because the emotions uh, take over more than the actual, actual ability. Guys step up and play better ball than they play. Balls take strange bounces. But I'm going to give you my top ten ranking real quick. Then I'll highlight a couple of games that I think are uh, somewhat uh, you know, noted and need to be uh, paid attention to over the weekend. You've got at number 10, I've got the Stanford Cardinal. At number 9, I've got the South Carolina Gamecocks. At number 8, I've got Baylor. Number 7, I've got Oklahoma State. They demolished 
Baylor. And then once they got him down, they, they put the foot on the throat, and they just kept going. They are my number two-ranked OSU team. I've got OSU, the other OSU, which is Ohio State, at number six. I know a lot of people got them at number three, but until they play somebody and get some quality, I will harp on strength of schedule. I will not give them any respect until they play somebody of real substance and beats them. At number five, I've got Clemson, ACC team, won't go to the ACC championship game because they lost to and lost to them decisively. Will not go. I've got I've got I've got Missouri, yes, second year member of the SEC, former member of the Big Twelve. If it wasn't for a three point double overtime loss to South Carolina a few weeks ago, Missouri would be undefeated, and they actually could be one of the top two teams. Uh, they play rather well. They've uh, had Mark play quarterback when James Franklin was out, and Franklin is back. He's playing. Uh, they are a juggernaut. They are another team to be watched. Now, they are playing host of Texas A&M this weekend, so unless somebody's defense decides to show up, that could be a high-scoring game. At number three, I've got the Auburn Tigers, the Auburn War Eagles. Whatever name they want to go by, it's the other school in Alabama that's really good. So you've got at number 10 through 3, you've got Stanford, South Carolina, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Ohio State, Clemson, Missouri, and Auburn. And, of course, number 1 and number 2 hasn't changed in a few weeks. You've still got Florida State at number 2, and you've got number 1 at Alabama. At number 2, Florida State played last week. James Winston, uh, with all the speculation and stuff that's going around about his case and whether or not charges will be filed, he came out and played like he didn't have a care in the world, blew up the game last week, played about a half a game and sat down. Now, as I said, a couple of games uh, that are coming up this weekend, some of those in-state rivalries, none gets bigger than number one against my number three, Auburn Tigers, Alabama against Auburn. That should be a great football game. A lot of talent. Uh, and it will be interesting to see what happens, especially if, Auburn is able to beat Alabama. That game is going to be played in Auburn, which is a couple of hours away from uh, Alabama, uh, Tuscaloosa. But it, it'll be interesting to see if Alabama loses, how far will they actually drop? Uh, if, they, if Auburn wins, will they skip over and take over the number one spot and hop over Florida State? So a lot of things could happen. Uh, how will that affect Ohio State? Would Ohio State drop? Would, uh, I mean, would Alabama drop below Ohio State if Ohio State plays under, uh, uh, Michigan and beats an unranked Michigan team that beats them? Do you give them credit for that? So uh, that game uh, has a lot going on about it. Then you've got number two, Florida State playing against Florida. Florida lost to Georgia Southern, and one of Georgia Southern's not great years – Georgia Southern has always been a Division II or FCS power, and they're, you know, they've had a bit of a struggle this year. But they knocked off Florida. Uh, so I think that uh, Florida State, although it's a big-time rivalry, although they've already beat the other big-time Florida school in the University of Miami, a.k.a. the U, 
But I think Florida State's going to just demolish Florida. I just don't think it's going to be. It won't be pretty at all. It will be very ugly. Uh, you've got, as I said earlier, you've got Missouri playing a and and has got three losses, but, I mean, they've been quality losses to quality teams. Uh, Auburn did go in and smack them around a lot. But, uh, you know, that's a quality football team. And Missouri's going to have their hand full with Johnny football. Uh, Clemson uh, plays South Carolina in one of those uh, uh, I'm your cousin uh, matchups. Uh, definitely should be a good game. Uh, Clemson uh, is higher ranked. They're my number five team. South Carolina is my number nine team. But uh, uh, that's going to be a toss-up as far as I'm concerned. Then you've got you know a game that historically has been a great big-time college football game, and that's Ohio State versus Michigan. Ohio State's remaining schedule is against Michigan and a, I think, like a number 14 or number 15 ranked Michigan State team. Still, a bunch of nobodies. They will probably win both of those games. And if they do, they'll get into a bowl game that they probably don't deserve. Uh, hopefully they'll play against somebody like Baylor and get smacked around. you got Oklahoma against Oklahoma State, another one of those in-state rivalry games. Although Oklahoma State is ranked much higher, you never know what's going to happen. Baylor play, goes up to forward, plays TCU, two former uh, Southwest Conference teams. And then Baylor finishes off against Texas. Uh, Baylor could finish the year at about 11-1. and one. Uh, It'd be a great season, but they'll still be sitting outside watching the uh, BCS championship game. And then you've got Stanford, uh, the Cardinal. Uh, I don't even, it doesn't even matter who they play because they won't be in the BCS championship game, uh, but they are having a great season. Again, you're listening to the Motor Mouth Motor Radio Show. I want to thank you for listening in. And just to repeat myself from earlier, I hope that you and your family have a great Thanksgiving. We all have a whole lot to be thankful for. Even though you may be going through struggles, things may not be going perfectly or the way you had dreamed them, always know that he has a plan and that things could always be worse. Be kind to your fellow man. Have a great evening. Have a great week. Happy holidays and mahalo for listening in. Thank you. Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.